Hello, social dance community, and welcome to the SDC podcast. On today's episode, we will talk about how to pick the right dance partner, things that we should look for, tips on training and practicing, how to resolve conflict, and when to move on and end the partnership. To help us with this, we have Will and Constanza Orock from California, a couple we've heard from on episode number 28, and they are back to give us some tips and insight on the subject. Let's take a listen. Okay, let's get started. So here we are again with Will and Constanza Orock. Thank you so much for giving us uh, this interview. So this is the second time we do an interview with you yeah. guys. Um, excited. So, you know, on, on this, for this particular uh, podcast, um, we wanted to talk about the importance of working as a team, as, um, as partners. So you've uh, worked as, as partners for how many years now? Wow, since 2013. So I'd say, what, about four, five, four or five years? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been great. So nonetheless, working as a partner, especially in, in this industry, really, really important because this is something that it's really hard to do <clears throat> on your own. You have to have a partner or it helps. I mean, I know dancers that, that don't have partners and, and still teach and compete, but it helps to have a dance partner. I think it's, it's, it's really important. So why don't we start um, by you telling us what, what's your advice on how to pick a dance partner? So how... How do you pick a dance partner? What What do you think you should look for? What do you think it's important to have? Uh, I mean, is chemistry important? How do you pick a dance partner? Um, one of the most important things is um, when you're finding that partner is you're you're trying to find if that person is willing to go as far as you are. And when you think about what does that mean, uh, goals are individual. And I've seen this throughout all my partnerships. And sometimes I think we have the same goals. And then, you know, we talk, we start talking about it. And I I had different goals from a lot of my partners. And I didn't realize it until we finally said, okay, well, at a competition, we would focus on each of our own little, you know, goals that we're trying to get through. But do you want to grow together? How, how long do you see yourself doing this with this person? You know, um... And the very first thing before you even uh, start f- um, saying yes or no to anybody is you have to have what we call the tryout. And it's a tryout period and people go, oh, okay, so what's that involved? Uh, do you guys just meet up and dance and see if you guys are, you know, mix well together? Well, it's not just mixing well together. It's does this person have a reputable, you know, punctuality? Do they get there on time to the mm-hmm. rehearsal? Are they good at scheduling and organizing uh, around your time and you around theirs? Uh, do people, um, you know, have a common ground? Um, what What is it that you guys are trying to do? Are you doing this to um, just keep practicing your tech, technique and not, um, com- not competing? Or are you doing this to perfect your technique, dance together, and compete? So once you've kind of covered all of these bases and you know there's also a huge financial I mean all the people who travel every year to the World Latin Dance Cup uh, which I believe this year is in Orlando um, 
if you're coming from Chile or, you know, Croatia or England or even here on the coast, you know, California, it's big money to invest. And not mm -hmm. is it just in the, you know, inscriptions and the tickets, but it's the hotel, it's the airplane, it's the food, it's the, you costumes know, the costumes and, and the they, time you put in yeah. is the most valuable of it. So you have to see if that person is willing to do um, or go as far as you want to go. And if they're not then you need to decide whether or not that person works out for you. It's like a marriage, you know. If there's not communication and there's not, you know, willingness to compromise and work, work for each other, then why would you get involved in the first place? My personal So, opinion. okay, so it sounds to me like before you even think about it, there's... Certain mm -hmm. things that you need to look for, be, like, you know, like yeah. right, like you know, be, even before mm -hmm. before you start thinking about yeah. competing and, and and even before the tryout. I mean, there's there's certain clues here that yeah. that you need to be mindful about. Yeah, there's something else that I want to add is when you look for a dance partner, you wanna you kind of wanna try to find somebody who is in the same life stage. Yeah. Because when you have kids and you have a dance partner that is single, they don't have any any other responsibilities. Big responsibilities like that, yeah. So they, they have to be willing to, you know, understand that sometimes kids get sick, so they can rehearse. So there's a bunch of stuff besides being a good dancer that you need to find the other person. And what do you think is more important? the abilities or technique of the dancer or reliability? Mm, that's a good question. Um, that's also a depends on mm -hmm. uh, answer. Um, well, it depends. If you have been training for tons of years, then you're not worried about your technique. Yeah, you need to focus on it because the thing is is that for you to really, really, truly, and not is this something that I've said, I've heard this from some of the greatest coaches in the world, but you need at least two years of practice and competition time to really fully understand yourself with your partner and how your guys' body works, how you guys, um, how organized you are, uh, how you dance uh, chemically together, all of these things that are super important, you, you need at least two years. I think it's a balance. Both are very important. So it's a little bit of both. Yes. Yeah, it, it can't be one hundred percent abilities or reliance uh -huh. because because you, we're, I'm sorry you can you can be super uh, punctual. You could get there, you know, um, fifteen minutes before. You can train as hard as you want, but if you don't practice the the technique and uh, or see the ability, that's that's something that's um, can also be achieved through work. Um, okay. Some people have it naturally. But you can actually achieve the ability to be a great dancer through perseverance and, 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 and working hard and not overtraining. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then that will come. But the reliance, uh, you know, being able to show up on time and practice on your own and be a partner with your partner, it, it's so important. You, you, you could not survive uh, or dance by yourself. It like they always say, it takes two to tango. So if you don't have that, it doesn't matter how good of how good of a dancer you are, mm. or your ability, or your technique. Discipline. You need. Discipline. You have to have all mm. that. Otherwise, it just doesn't work. It's it's not. Yeah. 
feasible. So what you're saying is like, you know, when you see someone that doesn't have chemistry, it, it's almost as if we're dancing by themselves. By themselves. Yeah. So you want to wanna find a partner that compliments you in that way. So it looks like connection. How do you know a partner is complimenting you on, on stage or on, on the training um, floor or on, I mean, on, uh, in the studio? I think, I think, I think it's, it's not always, it's not a, well, it, of course it's a verbal thing like, oh, partner, good job today. But I know what you're getting at, Roberto, and you're getting at the fact that um, a partner compliments you, I think, by playing in your story by reacting to what you do especially for the leads you know leads mm -hmm. say hey i'm gonna say this with my body and you need to react with this and if you don't react at all you're not you're not connected you're not you know you're not paying attention you're thinking about yourself or or you're worried about your steps um which again is a stage that you have to go through but once like you said connie once you get to that level where you actually can focus on that then all of these things I'm mentioning are, are are important to know. So then you'll know whether or not you'll continue. Um, and somebody tried to tell me once uh, chemistry can be built. And I had a hard time believing that at first. And I was like, chemistry is something that you have immediately. But I kind of see, see that it is something that can be built. And the reason I say this is because some people are not willing to open themselves to you to get too close sometimes it's a cultural thing and so when that happens um, you have to earn that person's um, trust and and you know op uh, openness and that they are able to tell you their story and I've had partners like that and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know it's again it took me two years to finally say hey I know this person really well. Now we can start creating, you know, more eye contact. And now we can, you know, um, I can touch her, you know, um, a certain way that I couldn't touch her before because now it's something that's it's comfortable and you don't think twice about it because it's something that's part of your choreography. And it's an act. It's not something that... Uh, you know, something that you're you're forcing yourself to do. It's it's something that happens natural. And the best moment that you can realize how good the connection is or the bad language is when you mess up. So uh, when you have to do improvisation, uh, improv, improv, yeah. So you are in a competition or just presentation, and you mess up. Your partner will will help you with that, and you will follow, and and you don't you won't freak out it's just mm. improv so you're talking about having each other's backs exactly yeah, yeah. again exactly. having each other's backs is the teamwork you mm. your partner i mean it's kind of funny to put it like this but if you don't dance with your wife uh then that's like your second marriage you have to treat it just like your first marriage it's equally as important if you dance yeah. with your wife or husband um then you have to treat it i think just as not just as much if not more because of the fact that there's so much more involved with it because you don't only have a life together but you have this amazing you know chemistry and dancing and and amazing you know opportunities as a couple to perform and it 
come so easy to you because of the things that you have together. Uh, but we need to be clear in one thing that marriage and finding a dance partner is not easy. Yes, you have to separate the two. That is for sure. Yeah. Having each other's backs is like it kind of, I'm sorry not to go back to that, but mm. it, it's kind of like what you're saying, you know, when well, you, yeah. it's, it's probably, it's probably actually, those are probably the best words you could mm. use having each other's backs because you will mess up guys. You will mess up. You will be deer in headlights, mm-hmm. whether it's at a rehearsal or a competition or goofing off, you will happen to that. The way that you get out of that mm-hmm. with your partner yeah. will tell you how well your partnership is. That doesn't mean, oh, we messed up, we, we failed, we're going to quit. Mm-hmm. No, that just means you have to get back in the studio and work harder. And again, I think I, think I have to mention this, but I think as a society and as, as, as people who are enjoying this art form so much that we have forgot what it means to fail. And when you learn how to fail, when you learn that it's okay to not do the steps right, not, you know, to fall on stage, to, you know, not have your costume right, uh, or, you know, you completely forget the choreography and your partner's trying to pull you back in, you know, whatever the case is, you will be able to, if you're able to fail and you're able to understand how, how failing works, then you have so much success ahead of you. Your time as a partnership will be much more efficient. You'll have so many more opportunities to have each other's backs. Mm. And on top of that, your chemistry, your connection, uh, the way that you think about things and the way that you think is your partnership in dancing overall is going to make some... It's just... It's amazing. It's It's... It gets richer. Yeah. Your partnership. It's so mm. awesome. It gets mm-hmm. richer. It is. It yeah. is so awesome to have that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I wonder if we can go back really quickly to the uh, tryout period like yes. that, that you mentioned of in the course. beginning. Uh, and you, of course, you you keep saying, um, or you keep, you keep mentioning the two years. To say yeah. that you said, is that the tryout period? Is that two years? Is that what it is? Or? <laughs> no, that's no, when no, no. you... you no, that's not the no, tryout. The, no, the tryout could be months, but uh, what he meant was you need at least two years to know your partner well and to see that the the work together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, how is he or she with organization? How is he or she with, you know, financially? Is this person willing to go and travel? Is this person willing to take private lessons and group classes? Is this person willing to, you know, uh, afford costumes and, and all this and other that's stuff. Your tryout, mm-hmm. That's your that, tryout. That's your tryout. Your, the two, okay, years, the two is, years is is knowing your partner, enough. you know, in, in and out, knowing them, you know, I mean, it could be knowing where they eat, their, their, their family. It could be, you know, how, how are they in certain situations? Like, how will they react in a negative way, in a positive way, um, how do they react when they lose? How do they react when they win? Mm-hmm, how do mm-hmm. they react when a teacher tells them that they suck? Mm-hmm. It might seem like a waste of two years if you get to that period and go, oh, I can't dance with this person, but it's not because you learn so much about what you want and what you do not want. 
In, in, in those two years, I mean, is it okay to compete in small competitions or would you recommend not to compete at all and just focus on no. the training? First of all, again, that's an ability thing. How, how quick are you learning choreographies? How much do you practice? I think it's a very good opportunity to compete at least after three or four months because you need to know your partner's reaction to either winning or losing or how they react in, on the dance floor during a competition or a show. I think it's not good, it's just my opinion, I think it's not good to wait too long to compete. Yeah, agreed. I think. But yeah. you just, it, it it's all depends on how long you do it. And you know, if you want to be a competitive dancer, it's kind of a life career. Uh, you can't just give up. You have to be on the road to mastery. And the road to mastery mm -hmm. is very simple. You'll have a straight jump start, you'll go up, and then you'll hit a plateau, and you might be on that plateau for a little while. And that could be competitions, that could be technique, it could be personal issues, whatever it is. And all of a sudden, you'll see a bump, not only in your technique, but you'll see a bump in your chemistry, you'll see a bump in your you know, your competitions, uh, winning, financial, and then you keep rising and then you're to the next plateau. So when you've passed all those plateaus, maybe then you can say, okay, I should be winning every competition. But until then, I wonder if we can uh, talk about conflict. Because I know that at some point in this partnership, in, 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 this, relation, in this relationship, There's going to be conflict. Oh, yeah. How do you, <laughs> how, how do you resolve yeah. conflict? Ooh. Well, resolving conflict, everybody has their own way. <laughs> um, I can tell you from my personal appear, uh, opinions, um, resolving a conflict, per se, with a step um, is done with a third party your teacher, your choreographer, your, your coach, coach. Mm -hmm. whoever. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to resolve a conflict. But if it's a conflict of interest as in, well, I can't do this because of my job or I can't do this because uh, he's not my or she's not my level or I can't do this because um, I'm not willing to or all that, those are hard conflicts to deal with. One of, one of the very common mistakes that couple dance partners do is to blame the other one about something that they are making or they are not doing well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's the, the big problem at the beginning when the partner is building up their work together so if we are gonna fix the conflict or if we are gonna work on conflict it's better to Before we use any word, <laughs> we need to think about how we are going to communicate our problem and keep in mind that we need to help each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So from that point of view, the way that you are you're going to communicate what is wrong with, with you guys' dance, uh, it has to be more uh, helpful and more, um, what is the word, uh, constructive. Mm -hmm. than blaming each other's each yeah. other because of something is wrong in the dance you know what I mean and you you guys I have to add on that because mm. Connie's right but <clears throat> 
if you guys want to call your partner out on it and say, hey, you know what? I feel that you're blaming me sometimes and I feel that you look down on me or I feel that you um, or you give me these faces like I'm doing everything completely wrong. You're allowed to say that to your partner. You're just you're allowed to say to him, hey, what's going on? Why are you why are you doing this? Because if you are bothered by something that that person's doing or is saying to you, you need to address it. Otherwise, you're going to be bothered the whole time and you're not going to want to rehearse and you're going to get burned mm. out from that. And once you get through that, and it might not be the first time, you might have to do it 20 times before finally that person does that. And if you're willing to go through that, then that's how you're going to do it. It's like mm. any other type of problem. It just doesn't go away with the first time. Think about how you're going to say it first, so nobody, you know, so nobody's hurting anybody's feelings. I mean, that, that's that's the best way to go through it, you know. Right, but but regardless, what what I'm hearing is what your suggestion is is don't stay quiet, don't keep quiet, say it. If, if yeah, something is bothering you, say, say it, it right yeah, away right. before it turns into a yeah. bigger mm -hmm. problem. You know, and I know, I mean, sometimes you know people like to keep their feelings bottled up or, or whatever, yeah. but. Mm -hmm. Say it. You know, mm -hmm. don't be quiet. Just if, if there's something that's bothering you, yeah. say it right away. Yeah. And it, and it's not about who's right or who's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's about dancing harmoniously together. Mm -hmm. Um. So I wonder if I mean I know that this topic is is you know could be another podcast in itself, but I wonder if you can go very very briefly on advertising yourself as a couple and, and promoting yourself so once you once you found the right person mm -hmm. what advice do you give on advertising on, on promoting and saying hey we're a couple or hey dance, dance for free <laughs> dan yeah dance for free dance for free okay. dance wherever and whenever you possibly can yeah uh -huh. well, because that mm -hmm. is how you start to make yourself known mm -hmm. how many dancers I want all you salsa and bachata dancers, if you ever have a chance to talk to any of the famous people that are well known in the dance uh, community of salsa and bachata and ask them how they started, I guarantee you at least 100, per no, not even at least, no, just straight forward, every single one of them is going to tell you, we danced for free, we danced whenever, wherever we possibly could. Summer and festivals, we were... We did like Congress was a story. We paid. Yeah. We paid for our own plane tickets. I mean, you're yeah. investing in yourselves. Yeah. I mean, Connie and I, you know, we've wanted to be known as the prop couple. So, mm, if you remember, okay. a couple years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. we of course, used of course. Uh, the yeah. scarf, or then the year after that, we used LED, LED lights in yeah. our yeah. costumes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we continue to do that because this is this is our trademark. Mm. So we've got you know shows coming up with. Uh, you know, chairs and a tripod, or you know, what else? I'm not going to tell you guys mm -hmm. the rest. You're going to have to wait to see. Right, but right, right. Okay. There's some really good stuff. Make t-shirt with your names and put <laughs> on your teacher. I give dance classes. Watch me, like yeah, I don't any, know anything that can you know you can you know do free YouTube videos. Um, but you know, uh, a lot of salsa dancers have told me you know. Call up the Salsa Congress. Call up the Bachata Congress and ask if you could just perform your show. Yeah. Uh, tell go them. Go to the and, restaurants you know, and, and promote yourself. You know why? Like, yeah, and it, and it, and, and I well, know. Yeah, you're right. Cause, uh, well, uh, to make a little side note here, because mm -hmm. I, I know that there's festivals in California. Mm -hmm. 
like the Cinco de Mayo festival, mm-hmm. like the the, the so Spanish so Heritage Festival. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. And everyone is looking for talent. Yeah, yeah. So well, at the beginning, you, know. you, you don't charge, or maybe you charge a little bit just to. Yeah, try to, to, I, to if you can, guys, charge for, charge charge for maybe, you know, help out on gas or something, mm-hmm. or charge mm-hmm. for, you know, maybe a meal or two, and and, and this is just the life of, of dancers, but mm-hmm. once you get to that level, once you get to a high level of dancers, then, uh, uh, and, and a well-known dancers, you're going to be taken care of like kings, they're going to pay for everything. But so it's a little bit like the music world in that sense. Yeah. Exactly, so we, we had... A, a few weeks ago we had a, a event we did a class in Oakland this is called uh, Dancing Under the Stars so a bunch of people more than 100 people were was following us our steps and in Sunnyvale California uh, they do every Wednesday in summertime they they have live music and last year we were dancing there and because the way that we dance people was asking us hey do you guys are teachers or what because you guys are amazing you have a card and, yeah you know. so we and don't go out a, without business cards exactly. that's something that we I learned you know, particularly when I was in, in, in Asia everyone has a business card yep uh-huh. you have to have you have to have cards. a business card huh? um, so if you guys want to go further into this you know mm. and you want to do that you know YouTube channels are great Facebooks are great Instagram Snapchat all that social media stuff but, right, right, right you know sure. getting your, your job, getting yeah, your videos you on yourself mm. of yourself on YouTube whether it's a reel or um, it's a uh, you know just you you know saying hey guys I'm going to show you the certain step today or yeah, you know Instagram or, works you know, very well too right go right. to the Salsa Congress and you know, have somebody, media. you know, have somebody film you dancing and then, mm-hmm. you know, put right. that up on YouTube or, right. you know, wherever right, right, you can right. do. Everybody knows this is social media is the way to go now these days. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, you know, and once you guys kind of understand that, then it's a good way because sometimes people just come famous because of that, not because they're excellent right. dancers, because they're a, a, right. a familiar face. Right. Mm. Well, then, in, in, and then finally, once you've uh, danced with, with someone for an X amount of months or whatever or, or years and you realize that the chemistry is not there or that perhaps you know the the uh, your, your dance partner wants something else how do you know it's time to call it quits and it's time to go separate ways I mean any advice that you can give on that the time to call it quit in my opinion is when you see that nothing is working you see that your partner's not willing to go anymore with you. You see your partner is being flaky. Or you tried everything. You see that mm-hmm. you're not advancing. Mm-hmm. Um, you see um, a loss of interest. Um, and you basically just see that your partner really doesn't care. You know, it could be she's she or he is having um, family issues. Or they're depressed or something like that. And... The best thing to do in that case is maybe to take a break or not dance with them because that person has to worry about that and they have to prioritize their health or their you know family, family or whatever's going on before they continue dancing, even if dancing makes them happy because it's not fair to you that they're putting you through this and vice versa. It's not fair for you to expect them to be this, to do this, to show up here, to do that, to compete this if they're not 100% themselves. 
sometimes you don't want the same things like your partner does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, you see oh that your gosh. future is getting like separate ways. Yeah, okay, okay. And okay. that's the moment that you say, you know what, do you want to do this or not? And I've, I've had partners who want to compete with me, but they're not competitive. But before you make the decision, you, you need to give you guys a chance mm-hmm. to try and try and, and see if the Maybe it's just a stage, yeah. or maybe it's something that I don't know. It won't improve in in the long run, or uh, because couples, as a, a dance couples, dance partners, they have their own, you know, Agenda. ups and downs, and right, right. You're right. It, 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 at the end of the day, it's a relationship which is going to go through right. the changes of life, but and, if the and willingness change. Right. That's what I think. Mm. If, if will, you're yeah. not willing to keep working hard with your partner, then it's, it's when you realize something is wrong. Right. The right. willing? I'm right here. The willingness. Yeah. The willingness. Oh, right. The willingness. willingness. Yeah, the willingness <laughs> of, of saying, well, you know. But but you you guys are okay with, with, with people taking breaks, like taking a break to say, okay, well, you know what, let's, before we do anything drastic, let's take a break. And see if it well, works. Sometimes or, or it's work, it works, but I don't believe in breaks. I think. Hmm. Uh, I actually, I actually I have know. to disagree with you. Sometimes, okay. sometimes taking a break um, gives you time to collect your thoughts, to mm-hmm. think about what it is that you want to do, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what. Uh, um, it, it gives you time to really focus on what you need to better yourself in. And whether that's a family issue or whether that's financial issue. Okay, so that's what I'm. What that's what I'm trying to get at is is I know that you know sometimes life's uh, life gets in the way, mm-hmm. and so as a partner, yeah, you have to say let's take a break so that you can fix whatever it is that you need yeah. to fix, and then when oh, you're ready, come back. But if yeah. that's the case, life. Okay, I see that. You're set in your ways, no matter how hard you try to change. Mm-hmm. Now, you can change for the better, but there's still always going to be maybe that little, you know, residue of, you know. But if you're just not feeling it with the person, and no matter how hard you try, it, it's like a relationship. If somebody doesn't want to be with you, they don't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. So if you really enjoy and you really like that person, then let them go. Let them go be happy somewhere else. I, I, I say this to all our listeners out there. It's... It has been proven time after time again. The more that you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Mm -hmm. So if you really, really work at having a hard, hard, you know, if you have a really hard relationship, you know the person's good, and you're willing to work through it, you will receive so much more beyond your imagination of how it will work with your partner. It is... Not uncommon, you know, to see a couple like you guys are married. You know, you even have a child together. But it's not a, it's not uncommon to see couples or, or dance couples that are practicing that are also dating. Yeah. And sometimes become it, it. It makes sense because dancing is so intimate that it makes sense that yeah. you are spending so many hours mm-hmm. with someone so mm-hmm. close together that that that, that you fall in love. Is there any word of advice on how to maintain? Uh, uh, both relationships. Yeah. You, you need to separate you know, things. You yeah. need to separate things. Oh, for sure, for sure. Girls yeah. and guys. Girls and guys. Uh-huh. Uh, do not take it personal uh-huh. from your dance partner if he is your husband or if she is your wife. 
because you guys are in boyfriend girlfriend yeah, yeah whatever relationship you're in you do not do not take it personal and the reason is is because one you'll be happier and mm-hmm. two when you're able to separate your relationship as a couple mm-hmm. and as dance partners as another mm-hmm. you will live so happy and when you need to get mad at your partner on the dance floor because of something you guys aren't doing that has nothing to do with your relationship you get mad at each other but once you step off that dance floor mm-hmm. you guys are it's your life your lovebirds yeah. your, you know you're back to your regular yeah. marriage you know relationship girlfriend boyfriend whatever girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend girlfriend right we, of lo- course. we, lo- we of love we love love so of course of we're course. happy about that of course yeah so whatever you guys decide to do uh, yeah. don't take it personal don't, mix don't and don't mix them like no. don't mix oh okay okay don't mix them <laughs> again don't mix it. and again back to the we thing we learn it in a hard way so. <laughs> yeah and and again and and also you know you might want to pick the moments too to um say what you want to say like like Connie said like I can give a good example Connie and I did one of our first bachata performances in Chile and I had been dancing bachata uh, much longer than Connie but you know Connie went with me uh, to congresses and she she she's naturally talented and she she learned everything very quickly quicker than I've seen in anybody to tell you the truth and um We danced our first little performance at this little salsa restaurant in Chile, and she had a little bit of a mistake. Mm. And right when we got off stage, I said she did a great job, but I started telling her, "Hey, this is what we need to fix. We need to do this. We need to do that." Well, Connie I was. I didn't need to hear those things yeah, at that time. She <laughs> she <laughs> she knew that she messed up. Yeah, I mean, or that she had a little mistake. But, you know, she she's that kind of person. All my other partners, as soon as we get off stage, we're like, oh, my God, that was bad. Or, oh, that was so awesome. Or, hey, uh, because of our style of dancing, because if you have a semifinal and a final, you want to make sure that if you pass to the next round, you quickly fix that or say, hey, partner, You're squeezing me too hard on this. Remember that. Or whatever the case is, so your dancing is more fluid. But in a case of a performance or a final round, mm. you might want to wait a little bit time to cool off and, and you know process what happened and just say, hey, guys, okay. And then you'll laugh about it. You'll say, remember last night when you're dancing? I know you messed up. You didn't mean to. And, you know. But he learned. He learned <laughs> that time. Yeah, she he told me right once. Over it. <laughs> he, And, 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 and guys, my excuse was, uh, well, I need to tell you now or I'll forget. No, I was full of it. I could have waited the next day because I knew it was wrong. So, so but it, see, but we, 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 we go back to knowing your partner and having your back and, and know each other so yep. that you can work together. Yeah. yeah. So and we, go, we go back to that statement. Mm-hmm. From and, the you know, actually, you just brought up kind of a cool thing. Girls and guys, when your partner messes up horribly or gets the deer in the headlights you know look on the dance floor or whatever try not to and this is from personal experience try <laughs> not to look at them with a oh my god what are you doing face or a, yeah. I can't believe you're doing that you have to engage you have to just smile you have to make them feel that it's okay that they messed up so they continue to have 
and get that confidence back because mm. I guarantee you, doesn't matter how great of a dancer you are, you will go through that if your partner doesn't give you back that feedback. And I'll tell you what, the best dancers in the world, guys, mess up constantly. They're dancing off balance. They're spinning weird. But guess what? They sell it so well mm. between each other that you will never know if they mess up. Exactly. They just don't. They just don't show it. So, mm-hmm. give your partner the confidence, even if they mess up. And if they cry or they get angry afterwards and they need some space, give it to them. Mm-hmm. And if they cry and they need to be held, don't say anything. Just hold them and then ask them, "Are you ready to talk about it?" Or wait till they're ready to talk about it. These are the key moments that are going to make you guys and your partnership uh, worth all the time you're putting into it. Okay, well, so well, thank you so much, you guys. Will and Constanza Orak, once again here at the podcast. Thank you so much again. You guys have so much wisdom and, and so much knowledge that it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. Um, thanks to you for it, giving us the opportunity to share our experience with yeah, the people. It, it is always a pleasure to speak our knowledge and to uh, help people. And hopefully what we said tonight will give clarity and you know uh, help people you know realize a lot of good things about working in partnership and all that so thank you for giving us this opportunity this podcast was brought to you by SDC social dance community stay social and dance find out more at www.socialdancecommunity.com